gospel principles shower for we have the freedom to choose if someone asks you why it's important to have agency what would you say the mayest choose for thyself for it is given unto thee in moses chapter 3 verse 17 god has told us through his prophets that we are free to choose between good and evil we may choose liberty and eternal life by following jesus christ we are also free to choose captivity and death by following satan the right to choose between good and evil and to act for ourselves is called agency in our pre-mortal life we had moral agency one purpose of earth life is to show what choices we will make if we will force to choose the right we would not be able to show what we would choose for ourselves also we are happier doing things when we have made our own choices agency was one of the prim- principal issues to arise in the pre-mortal council in heaven it was one of the main causes of the conflict between the followers of christ and the followers of satan satan said behold here am i send me i will be thy son and i will redeem all mankind that one soul shall not be lost and surely i will do it wherefore give me thine honor in moses chapter 4 verse 1 in saying this he rebelled against god and sought to destroy the agency of man his offer was rejected and he was cast out of heaven with his followers agency is a necessary part of the part of salvation agency makes our life on earth a pe- period of testing when of his children god said we will prove them if there will to see if they will do all things whatsoever the lord their god shall command them in abraham chapter 3 verse 25 without the gift of agency we would have been unable to show our heavenly father whether we would do all that he commanded us before we are able to choose we are responsible for our actions when we choose to live according to god's plan for us our agency is strengthened right choices increase our power to make more right choices as we obey each of our father's commandments we grow in wisdom and strength of character our faith increases we find it easier to make right choices we began to make choices as spirit children of our heavenly in our heavenly father's presence our choices there made us worthy to come to earth our heavenly father wants us to grow in faith power in knowledge wisdom and all other good things if we keep his commandments and make right choices we will learn and understand how we will become like him how does making right choices help us make more right choices if we choose the first choice in the right choice then we can uh, it is not easy it is not harder for us to choose more right choices why is opposition necessary we cannot choose righteousness unless the opposites of good and evil are placed before us lehi a great book of prophet 
Mormon told his son to Jacob that in order to bring about the eternal happiness of God, it I mean eternal purposes of God, there must be an opposition in all things. If not so, righteousness could not be brought to pass, neither wickedness, neither holiness, nor misery, neither good nor bad. God allows Satan to oppose the good. God said of Satan, I cause that he should be cast down. And he became Satan, yeah, even the devil, the father of all lies, to, de- to deceive and to blind men, and to lead them captive at his will, even as many as would not hearken unto my voice. Satan does all he can to destroy God's work. He seeks the misery of all mankind. He seeks it that all men might be miserable like unto himself. He does not love us. He does not want anything good thing for us. He does not want us to be happy. He wants us to make us slaves. He uses many guises to enslave us. When we follow the temptations of Satan, we limit our choices. The following example suggests how this works. Imagine seeing a sign on a seashore that reads, Danger, Wherefore, No swimming allowed here. We might think that it is a restriction, but it is. We still have many choices. We are free to swim somewhere else. We are free to walk along the beach and pick up seashells. We are free to watch the sunset. We are free to go home. We are also free to ignore the sign and swim in the dangerous place. But once the wheel pulls us in, the, in its grass and we are pulled under, we have very few choices. We can try to escape, or we can call for help, but we may drown. Even though we are free to choose our course of action, we are not free to choose the consequences of our actions. The consequences, whether good or bad, follow as a natural result of any choice we make. Heavenly Father has told us how to escape the captivity of Satan. We must watch and pray always, asking God the help to help us withstand the temptations. Our Heavenly Father will not allow us to be tempted beyond our power to resist. God's commandments direct us away from danger and toward eternal life. By choosing wisely, we will gain exaltation, progress eternally, and enjoy perfect happiness. What are some examples of actions that limit our choices? If sometimes, of course, we are not totally perfect at once. If we are committing mistake, we should again immediately repent of our sins and also forgive others those who trust us so that God will also forgive us for our sins. And of course, if we do much more righteous things, we can choose more righteous things. What are some examples of actions that give us more freedom? As I said, when we choose the right things, we become, we can become more choices, we become more options of choice. And I know, that is for destroying if you have more questions about this you can log on to www.commentochrist.org 
This is Sister Belmonte from the Philippines. Gospel Principles, Chapter 5, The Creation Why, we, why did we need to come to the earth? When we live in a spiritual land with our heavenly parents, our heavenly Father told us about His plan for us to become more like Him. We shouted for joy when we heard His plan. In Job chapter 38, verse 7, He were eager to for new experiences. In order for these things to happen, we needed to leave our Heavenly Father's presence and receive mortal bodies. We needed another place to live where we could prepare to become like Him. Our new home was called Earth. Why do you think we shouted for joy when we learned of this plan of salvation? I think because we, we will come here on earth to have physical bodies. Jesus Christ created this world and everything in it. He also created many other worlds. He did so through that power of priesthood. Under the direction of, heaven, of our Heavenly Father and God and the Father said, Worlds without number have I created, and by the Son I created them, which is my only begotten. In Moses chapter 1 verse 33, We have other testimonies of this truth. Joseph Smith in Sinirigdon saw Jesus Christ in a vision. They testified that by Him and through Him, And of him the words are and were created, and the inhabitants thereof are begotten sons and daughters of unto God. Why are the purposes of the creation? I mean, what are the purposes of the creation? The earth and everything on it were created spiritually before they were created physically. In planning to create the physical earth, Christ said to those who were with him, We will go down for the space there, and we will make an earth where on this, this spiritual and where it may dwell. Under the direction of the Father, Christ formed and organized the earth. He divided light from darkness to make day and night. He formed the sun, moon, and stars. He divided the waters from the dry land to make seas, rivers, and lakes. He made the earth beautiful and productive. He made grass, trees, flowers, and other plants of all kinds. These plants contained seeds from which new plants could grow. Then he created the animals, fish, cattle, and insects, and birds of all kinds. These animals had the ability to reproduce their own kind. Now the earth was ready for the greatest creation of all. Mankind, our spirits, would be given bodies of flesh and blood so they could live on earth. And I, God, said unto my only begotten, which was with me from the beginning, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And it was so. In Moses chapter 2, verse 26, And so the first man, Adam, and the first woman, Eve, were formed and given bodies that resembled those of our heavenly parents. 
In the image of God created he them, male and female created he them. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 27. When the Lord finished his creations, he was pleased and knew that his work was good and arrested that for a time. God's, how do God's creations show that he loves us? We are not living in this beautiful world. Think of the sun, which gives us warm and light. Think of the rain, which makes plants grow and makes the world feel clean and fresh. Think of how good it is to hear a bird sing, singing or a friend laughing. Think of how, uh, how wonderful our bodies are, how we can work and play and rest. When we consider of all these creations, we begin to understand what wise, powerful, and loving beings Jesus Christ and our Heavenly Father are. They are they have shown great love for us by providing for all of our needs. Plant life and animal life were also made to give us joy. The Lord said, Yeah, all things which comes of the earth and in the season thereof are made for the benefit in the use of man, both to please the eye and to gladden the heart, yeah, for food and for raiment, for taste and for smell, to strengthen the body and to enliven the soul. Even though God's creations are many, He knows and loves them all. He said, All things are numbered unto me, for they are mine, and I knew them. In Moses chapter 1, verse 35, What are some things you appreciate about God's creation? I appreciate things uh, God's creation because of His creation. We are here on earth, and... We are, he, he is the best provider for us in all things that we hear in earth. All things that we needed are here on earth. Only we want the Lord uh, wants us to improve all things that He created for us. If you have more questions about this, you can log on to www.comeontochrist.org. This is Sister Belmonte from the Philippines. Gospel Principles, Chapter 6, The Fall of Adam and Eve What evidence help us know that Adam and Eve were valiant spirits? God prepared this earth as a home for His children. Adam and Eve were chosen to be the first people to live on the earth. In Moses, Chapter 1, Verse 34, in Chapter 4, Verse 26, their part in our father's plan was to bring immortality into the world. They were to be the first parents. Adam and Eve were among our father's noblest children. In the spirit world, Adam was called Michael or the Archangel. In Jude chapter 1 verse 9, He was chosen by our heavenly father to lead the righteous in the battle against Satan. Revelation chapter 12 verse 7 to 9 Adam and Eve were foreordained to become our first parents. The Lord promised Adam great blessings. I have set thee to be at the head. A multitude of nations shall come of thee, and thou art a prince over them forever. Eve was the mother of all living. In Moses chapter 4 verse 26 
God brought Adam and Eve together in marriage because it was not good that the man should be alone. In Moses chapter 3 verse 18 and also 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 11, she shared Adam's responsibility and will also share his eternal blessings. What can we learn from those examples of Adam and Eve? As we learn these examples, he is the first children created by God on this earth. Under what conditions did Adam and Eve live in the Garden of Eden? When Adam and Eve were placed in the Garden of Eden, they were not yet mortal. In this state, they would have no children. There was no death. They had physical life because their spirits were housed in physical bodies made from the dust of the earth. They had spiritual life because they were in the presence of God. They had not yet made a choice between good and evil. God commanded them he had to have children. He said, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. In Moses chapter 2 verse 28, God told them they could freely eat of every tree in the garden except one, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Of that tree, of that tree God said, In the day thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. In Moses chapter 3 verse 17, Satan, not knowing the mind of God, but seeking to destroy God's plan, came to Eve in the Garden of Eden. He tempted her to eat of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. He assured her that she and Adam would not die, but that they would become as gods, knowing good and evil. In Moses chapter 4 verse 11, Eve yielded to the temptation and ate the fruit. When Adam learned what had happened, he chose to partake also. The changes that came upon Adam and Eve because they ate the fruit are called the fall. Why physical and spiritual changes occurred in Adam and Eve as a result of the transgression? Because Adam and Eve had eaten the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The Lord sent them out of the Garden of Eden into the world. Their physical condition changed as a result of their eating the forbidden fruits. As God had promised, they became mortal. They and their children would experience sickness, pain, and physical death. Because of their transgression, Adam and Eve also suffered spiritual death. This meant they and their children could not walk and talk face to face with God. Adam and Eve and their children were separated from God both physically and spiritually. How does the fall provide opportunities for us to become like our Heavenly Father? Some people believe Adam and Eve committed a serious sin. When they ate of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, however, latter-day scriptures help us understand that their fall was not necessary. Step in the plan of life and a great blessing to all of us. Because of the fall, 
we are blessed with physical bodies, the right to choose between good and evil, and the opportunity to gain eternal life. None of these privileges would have been ours had becoming Adam and Eve remain in the garden. After the fall, Eve said, Were it not for our transgression, we never should have had sin or children and, and never should have known good and evil in the joy of redemption and that eternal life which God giveth unto all the obedient. In Moses chapter 5 verse 11, the prophet Leah explained, And now behold, if Adam had not transgressed, he would not have fallen but cut off from the presence of God, but he would have remained in the Garden of Eden. In all things which were created, must have remained in the same state in which they, are, they were after they were created, and they would have had no children. Wherefore, they would have remained in a state of innocence, having no joy, for they knew not misery, doing no good, for they knew no sin. But behold, all things have been done in the wisdom of him who knoweth all things. Adam felt that men might be, and men are, that they might have joy. Why do you think it is important to know? about the fall and how it influences us we i think it should be important to know about that because uh, as we know this we, we know there is history in the in their life in their lifetime we know about uh, we know about the plan of god because of this to us that how can become perfect to return to Him? If you have more questions about this, you can log on to www.comeintochrist.org. This is Sister Belmonte from the Philippines.